0: Hello! If you're listening to me, then you have downloaded one of the archival episodes of Pod on Pod. This is a show that doesn't really exist anymore. I am Joel Sharpton. I'm one of the hosts. Josh Shirley is my co-host. And for a couple of years, we reviewed podcasts under the title of Pod on Pod. We have since moved. And you can now find all of our reviews, subscribe to us, and get the latest stuff at Pod. Or follow us on Twitter, on Facebook at always pod, or join our Facebook group. Facebook.com groups slash always listening pod. Now, enjoy the review. There's only 24 hours in a day. I got a pair of earbuds, and I wish there was a way that I could know just what I want to listen to. There's hundred and fifty thousand shows that I'm not sitting through. Where the world is dark and boring. Let
1: us do your exploring.
0: Welcome to Pod on Pod, a guide to the world of podcasts, because it's not your daddy's radio. We're your hosts. I'm Josh. And I'm Joel. This week on Pod on Pod, it's going to be a little bit different episode. We've been teasing you for a couple of weeks now, but it's finally time. We're going to be talking about Gotham as, well, it's not Gotham City. It's just Gotham, the TV show Gotham, premiering this fall on Fox, as a matter of fact, at the end of this month, uh, September 22nd, I think is the yep, release date, the Release date. starring among other people Donald Logue that's the only name that I like really recognized the guy who playing Harvey Bullock he's from Sons of Anarchy been in a couple of other things There are... is Jada Pinkett Smith oh good call I'd forgotten about her yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, Jada Pinkett Smith Will Smith's uh, wife and uh, uh, Jaden Pinkett Smith's mother <laughs> Uh, she—he's not pinking, I guess probably, she's going to be playing the uh, the heavy, the mobster in this show. But it's a show that uh, Josh and I are excited about. We know a lot of you are probably excited about it too. And so we thought, why not try to find the best companion podcast that that's out there for you guys to check out while you're watching the show this fall. So, unlike a normal episode where we break down an individual podcast with four categories, audio quality, host likability, production values, and then the content itself, why don't we talk about the four different podcasts that we're going to discuss, and then we'll run through the categories briefly on each of them. We each listened to three different podcasts. Two of them ended up being the same, and we each brought a different one to the table. There are a lot out there, if you search iTunes or Stitcher or however you get your podcasts, there are already several Gotham podcasts that are specific to the TV show. There's even more, as you mentioned last week, there's even more just general Batman podcasts. Oh, a ton. And imagine that. Lots of of geeks like Batman. Who who knew? But the the shows that we're going to talk about this week are as follows. Before the bat, we're going to talk about Gotham City podcast, Gotham TV podcast, and then we're also going to be talking about The Legends of Gotham. Four cool shows. Where do you want to start, Josh? Why don't we why don't we go ahead and get Before the Bat off the top? Oh, uh, all right. You, you don't want to you don't you, do you wanna bury that one? I just thought we'd go ahead and, and, and get that bitter taste out of our mouth. All right, all right. All right. Well, let's pull the band-aid off. One of the shows that I checked out was called Before the Bat. Now you actually listened to this one as well. Uh, you've got two co hosts for the show now. When I was listening to the show it was just uh the one guy. But Phil is your main host, and then he's been joined now by a girl named Kelly.
1: That has to be a recent development. Yes. Okay. Yes.
0: I don't think they've even actually recorded a whole episode together. This is from a, a network called the Southgate Media Group. You can find them at southgatemediagroup.com, and you can find Before the Bat a podcast on Facebook, facebook.com slash podcast. I don't know that you're going to want to, though. Uh, let's go ahead and talk about it. The biggest problem with Before the Bat, in my opinion, is the audio quality.
1: My biggest problem with Before the Bat is,
0: is the host (laughs) and you're talking about uh phil there we had not listened to an episode uh, with kelly along for the ride so perhaps the show is drastically saved (laughs) cannot be saved i I, I tend to agree with you i don't think that it i don't think that it can be but every every podcast needs uh needs a villain and (laughs) that's before the bat that's right before the bat is the villain of this podcast my question is what the heck is phil recording with he,
1: I, I don't have a clue, and then my thought is, whoever runs Southgate Media Group, are they listening to the product that they're putting out?
0: Well, it makes me wonder exactly many, how many podcasts they have, and I guess that- Oh, a ton. I, I, this podcast bothered me,
1: bothered me so much that I went and looked at it, and they have a bunch of pop culture podcasts. They do several shows, one from Once Upon a Time, Every pretty much every, every show out there, they have a podcast for
0: yeah, uh, I'm up to forty shows yeah. now, and that's not all of them. They have a ton. That's that's insane. It, but it it makes me wonder though, how good can they all be? That I mean, obviously they're not all manned by the same people. They've got a a right. large uh, staff. I'm sure that is that right. are, They're working the on these different statement.
1: shows. You read their mission statement and what they're trying to put out there. Uh, and it's and it's noble and it's admirable and I and I applaud them. I haven't listened to any of their other podcasts. But this one is just terrible.
0: Yeah. So audio quality is the first place here that I want to talk about. And Phil, I mean, he must be recording with his, with his, I don't know, his laptop mic, I guess, whatever's built into the computer or something. The sound was terrible. And it's not even consistent. It was different kinds of terrible. Now there's a buzz. Now, there, now it's just generally fuzzy. Now he's too hot. Now he's too right. cold. It, it right. was all over the place. The other thing about this show was the first episode was released on July 1st, and Phil knew absolutely nothing about the show at that point. Well, I think
1: it was more of – I I think his intro show was more him trying to get a host. I don't think he knew what he wanted to do. I don't think he knew a format uh, for the show, for his podcast. He didn't have a structure. I, I still don't think he has a
0: structure. Of course, this, this is a show that hasn't even premiered yet, so you may be thinking, "Well, what what does that matter?" Because the episodes that he does about the actual TV show is what you're going to want to be listening to.
1: But other podcasts figure that out
0: exactly. And and the other thing I think is this, <laughs> you know, the old adage. Uh, I think Abraham Lincoln was supposedly uh, responsible for this quote: "It's better to be thought a fool than open your mouth and be proven." I think that's kind of what happened here. Like, it, it's better to not put out an episode if you've got an idea for a podcast. Wait, let it gestate. You know, let it let it stew, let it ferment, let it become a thing. Have an idea, have a plan of action, and have a at least some some idea of the of, of the script for your particular episode before you record that first one.
1: If you could describe this podcast in one word, I would use the word desperate.
0: Uh, he did sound, in particular on the second episode, he sounded desperate. He opens the second episode talking about how there's been no feedback. Right. Well, the first episode didn't inspire any feedback, Phil. And to batter your audience with pleas for feedback, I say this as a guy who's gotten very little feedback on his podcasts in the past myself, Asking for it is not the way to get it. The way to get it is is to consistently produce good content and then to go and put it in front of people's eyes. You have to be out there as a self-promoter if you want to get your podcast seen and, and heard. I have no problem with promoting a show. But on the show, just give me the content. Don't talk to me about how you want me to interact with the community so much.
1: On in, in, Well, in his defense – I believe this is his first podcast that he's anchoring. He's done some co-hosting on other shows here or there, but this is his first one. So he is trying to figure it out. He's just not doing a very good job of it.
0: Uh, So that's, we talked a little bit about audio quality there, the host likability. I I don't think Phil's a terrible guy, but he's not terribly likable either, or or at least the way he presents himself. It's, there's nothing in his delivery or his mannerisms that says, what a swell guy. At least let me find another podcast where he's a co-host and and maybe there's better content or something. Right. I don't want to chase down. Well, maybe, but I don't, I don't even want to chase down the potential for a great show with Phil on it. That's he didn't inspire that in me. What about the production values there? <laughs> there were very little to speak of the music's, yeah. It's in, it's out. It's not terrible. But when you go to the voice and the voice is worse than than whatever production values you have, it, it, what you need is a new mic. That's the answer there. And I think that's all I want. I don't want to bash on him too. Badly.
1: I would uh, I, I would put money that this podcast doesn't make it this season. I, think, I don't know. I think, I think that's
0: a pretty good bet, probably.
1: Like he has a ton of enthusiasm, which is great. And I, but I don't know if that enthusiasm is going to carry him through an entire season. Seeing how how he seems kind of down on it in the second and third episode about not getting feedback, not getting a co-host to write in. Yeah. And, and I think that if he if he goes too much longer without getting some positive support or some feedback at all, I don't think he's going to finish the season.
0: I, I think that's a fair enough. I think that's a fair enough case. Sometimes you get burnt out if you're not getting any response. If you're not getting any approval, creativity uh, needs fuel. Exactly. Absolutely. So, uh, good on you, Phil. Uh, nice try. Not our favorite. And, uh, we'll be moving on to the next in the list. That was before the bat. You can find more facebook.com slash before the bat podcast. Why don't we move to uh, your individual show? All right. The Legends of Gotham.
1: Are just Legends of Gotham. Oh, my bad, yes. Uh, the hosts are Bill, I believe his last name is Meeks. I could be wrong on that. And his co-host, a female co-host, which is pretty fantastic, Anne-Marie uh, Simone.
0: Yes, and you got both the names right. Look at that. I got the website pulled up here. You can find these guys at legendsofgotham.com.
1: They have another podcast that they do on Once Upon a Time called Welcome to Storybrooke. So they have some chemistry here. What I... Like in particularly about this podcast is if you don't know a whole lot about Batman or Gotham or any comic books and, and the TV show is something that you're just now getting into and, and are being introduced to it, this is probably going to be a pretty good podcast uh, because Bill – Knows quite a lot about Batman and about Gotham. He he tends to be a, a comic book aficionado, and the good thing about having Anne Marie is she'll be able to ask questions like a new viewer would. She does bring a, a background by. She loves police procedural per, procedurals.
0: Oh, no, that's a cool angle on it, yeah. right?
1: So it's you're going to get two uh, two different angles. They're going to cover it that way. Audio wise, it's pretty clean. They've they've obviously done this before. Bill runs the show, leads the show, and then uh, Anne-Marie is able to chime in with her thoughts on what he says and then bring her own outlook to it. So overall, it's a pretty solid show. If you are already super familiar with Batman... If you're already super familiar uh with that world, it might not be the best out of this bunch for you.
0: If you're new, it's a pretty good place to start. That's awesome. Uh, that's Legends of Gotham. Again, you can find them at legendsofgotham.com. What did you think about their production values?
1: Um, it's it's straightforward.
0: It's completely conversational. Uh they don't do that intro outro they, music at least. That's it. Yeah, that's all you need. Are they part of a network that you're aware of? Um, not not that I, uh, yeah, I can't find any they uh, mentioned. They uh, don't have any links on their website for a network. Uh, they do have links for the Once Upon a Time podcast, right. and and I think they're each of their individual websites. But other than that, it's just stuff about Gotham. Pretty cool. I and haven't they, listened to this one myself. I'm and they looking already forward have
1: several it. episodes out. The first one they did was on uh, April thirtieth.
0: Interesting. They they go through uh, the last thing that I see on, here on the website is they've got a uh, episode four was yep. about the twenty minute special that right. was just released. I haven't watched that yet. Have you seen it? I
1: haven't. I haven't. I haven't seen it either. But I, what's great is I've been able to listen to a couple of podcasts talk about it. So it'll be fun listening to uh, to them and then actually watching it.
0: That's pretty cool. And what about the the content itself? You they, they kind of fill you in from both angles. You feel like it's pretty solid. Week yeah. To week?
1: Yeah. I think it's uh, for. You know, out of the three that I did, I was debating on what was going to be my favorite. I couldn't really pick that. So, again, if you are being
0: introduced to this world through the TV show, I'm going to recommend this one. Yeah, Well, having the outside eyes, like somebody who's not it, it, <laughs> heavily steeped in Batman lore, is probably a, a good way to get that.
1: And seeing how it has a female host,
0: I mean, getting your girlfriend or wife to listen to it'll probably be a little easier probably easier you're right and it's very different from any of the other shows that we're going to be discussing today now you listen to gotham city podcast or gotham tv gotham tv okay excellent so let me talk about gotham city podcast for a minute the gotham city podcast you can find that at Gothamcitypodcast.com dot com the show is hosted by ian Uh, And he does not have his last name here on the website. Uh, But he's a veteran podcaster. He's been doing podcasts for several years now. He's been involved with uh, podcasts about video games, comic books. Uh, He's currently on one about Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., uh, cloud computing even, as well as craft beer. So this guy has got a broad range of interests. He's also from the U.K., I think, probably Irish but I wouldn't swear to it. He didn't say it in any of the episodes that I listened to, and that's interesting. Can't always pick which UK accent it is.
1: Uh, that's pretty interesting because uh, Gotham TV is actually two Irish guys, and I've listened to several uh, interviews uh, with Grant Morrison,
0: who is also Irish,
1: Scottish, I believe. Oh, okay, yeah, that I makes believe, sense. I believe he's Scottish, but in it, he's talked about he talks about how ingrained American comic books and stuff are in the UK.
0: Well, I, I knew there was a big, I knew there was a big comic book following there. And they've even got a lot of their own, for instance, Judge Dredd, the whole idea of Judge Dredd and, and that character is just from the UK. Like that is a UK creation that has been transplanted over here. And they've got some others. Batman in particular has some really cool characters that exist in Great Britain and, and in and around the UK. There's a A Batman analog. I can't remember what his name is right now, but there's a a British Batman effectively or a UK Batman that he occasionally uh, meets in the comics. I like this show a lot. Ian was a great host. The interesting thing was that it was only one host. And it's so rare of all of the shows that I listen to to have a solo show. There are a couple. But it's, it's so rare, every time I get to one, it's a little jarring that there's not a second voice.
1: Well, how's the accent? Was it was it easy to listen to?
0: Uh, it's one of those things that I found. I've, I've actually spent a lot of time listening to a, another podcast this past week. I just found this show called um, The Weekly Planet, which is also a comic book podcast from two Australians. And the guy's accents are both pretty thick, in my opinion. Again, coming from someone with a different accent. But what I've found is... While the first episode, I might have had issues listening. Once you get the hang of it, like you kind of fall into their patterns, and it's very, very easy to to take in all of the information.
1: So with it being with it being a solo host podcast, how's the length on it? I mean, is it twenty minutes, uh, an hour?
0: He's had three episodes so far, and twenty-two minutes, thirty minutes. Most of them have been. I'm assuming that they'll probably get longer once we get to the season. Like he may even have close to an hour episodes when you've got an hour worth of TV to talk about every week. But in the first three episodes, he had, you know, 20 minute, 30 minute episodes. The first episode in particular, he just talked about the news of the show, set up his, his podcast and what he's going to want to do week to week. And then, he gave a little bit of general background. Here's what we know about the show so far, and here's why this is relevant to Batman history. He does a great job of introducing you to those concepts. He is very steeped in it, and so am I. So it was hard for me to see where he might have been leaving the beginner behind. Right. Does that make sense? Right. Um, and so that's where your show, The Legends of Gotham, is going to yeah. come into play. I think for if, if you already know Batman, that show may at times frustrate you. Right, somebody like Ian who who gets Batman too. I don't think he's ever. I never felt okay. Okay, left I get behind. that. Go on. Yeah, yeah. Right. I never felt left behind, but also I never felt like I was waiting for the class to catch up with me. You know, um, which is a good thing to have. the The biggest thing that I love about this podcast in particular, the last episode that they did was no news, just speculation, and for twenty two minutes, Ian just talked about. What he, the directions he imagines this story going in. And it was really, really interesting because he was talking about the things that the other comic book companies have done in movies and TV recently Mm -hmm. and how Gotham in particular has some advantages and disadvantages as it relates to those other shows and what they've done. In particular, not having your main character suit up ever in the show, that's going to be a big deal, I think. And, and it, it's going to be very interesting to see how they can maintain the tension and the excitement and the comic book-ish nature of right, it.
1: Right, but you also have like ingrained in our culture now are like the CISs, the S.H.I.E.L.D., all those cop shows, which is going to bring that fan base to it. And then it's also going to bring the comic book fans to it who may not be used to that style, who it's popular, so they're going to end up. Hopefully, growing
0: to love it. That's a good point. That's a very good point.
1: Uh, here's here's my question. His speculation, because I heard this on several podcasts. Okay. people are predicting that uh, that Jada Piggott, This is going to be her only season.
0: I don't think that's the case. That I mean, it,
1: several people. Well, why else would you bring a made up character in the in the plethora, the cornucopia of villains that Batman has? You can't kill any of the other ones off. You can't.
0: But you can. You can kill her. I, you're right. So why waste it in the first season? Would be my argument. If you if you watch the promo and the trailers, the way the lines that she has in particular, there's several that seem to intimate that she's not in charge yet, that she is a figure in the underworld, but not the figure in the underworld. And I think what you might see over the course of the first season is Gotham in chaos with lots of of mob warfare and. Well, the and- Penguin's going to end up killing her. Oh, I agree. You can't have two. You can't have two aquatic names. Well, not on only that, but penguins. Penguins eat fish. Yeah. Like I mean, that's going to happen. Yeah. No, I I agree hundred percent. But uh, and Ian, I think. Well, I don't think he said anything specifically about her leaving in the first season. Uh, I don't remember any any of that. And I don't I, I also don't think she's going to. I think probably what you do is you set her up as an amazing villain in the first season and then at the end of the second season, the penguin ascends to his own. Or, and here's the other thing too. How long uh, a game is this? Seven years, I'm saying. That's a long show to have no Batman. It's a long show. like this show is going to be about the denigration and the devolution of Gotham. How it gets worse, how it's already bad and it gets worse and worse and worse and demands that this guy stand up and put on a cape and a cowl. I, I think it's gonna be hard to watch that eventually like
1: so so you're saying he does a very uh, Ian uh yes does a great job of theorizing all this
0: yeah absolutely and there there is some really good speculation in that episode I, that was my favorite of the three of his that I listened to. Let's talk a little bit about the the different parts of his show we talk about audio- co- audio quality host likability and production values and content itself uh the audio it's not terrible it's very consistent it also shows how easily before the bat could fix their biggest problem. This guy does not have a full professional setup. It's clear. He's using probably a USB mic straight into his computer, but it's an actual microphone. He's quieted the room and then he is doing some sort of processing with the audio. After the fact you can do all of that without much hassle and without spending much money. Um, he does it the right way before the bat did it the wrong way. As far as host likability, I really like Dean. Uh, the, Maybe I've got a thing. Maybe I'm an Anglophile a little bit. I like accents, and in particular, I like uh, accents from the U.K. Irish, Scottish, British, it doesn't matter. All of them I find very pleasing. endearing. Yeah, they're, it's Lyrical. pleasing. Yes, it is. Yep. It's got a, it's got a lilt to it. Exactly. Um, and so I enjoyed that. He's a nice guy. He and I have a lot in common as far as where he comes from with his comic book knowledge and everything. Are you sending him a Valentine? No, I just wanted to say I liked the show and okay. I enjoyed him quite a lot. Production values. It, hey, he's in and out. It's a little bit of theme music, just enough to know, Hey, we're starting a show now. And then he's done with the music and he's on to his, to his show. So I enjoyed that a lot. And as I already said, the content is solid there too. Different from Legends of Gotham, perhaps if you're not already a Batman insider, this isn't the one to plug you into the world in the best way. He's going to have a depth of knowledge about all the different characters. As we, as we introduce the penguin, he'll likely have a whole episode where we talk about the history of the penguin or something. And that's cool, but maybe not for everybody. That takes us to another show that we both listen to. Yes. Gotham City Podcast. Gotham TV. I'm sorry, Gotham TV Podcast. Yes, the Gotham TV Podcast. You can find them at GothamTVPodcast.com. And this is hosted by two guys, Derek and John. That's right. What did you think about this show, Josh? I enjoyed it. Uh, Again, I think that this is a
1: show for people who already know the mythos because they have what how many how many episodes do they have out now 19 17
0: uh, yeah something like that they've been going for a long time from the since very march yeah, from, since from march the very third. beginning as soon as this show was announced they came out with an episode
1: and they also this one also was the most structured of the shows that we listen to. Like they have a bit of news, then they'll talk about a comic book where this character may come from. They may talk about uh, Commissioner Gordon for a bit, all in the same episode. So you're getting a little bit of everything. And it also goes anywhere from, you know, a 20 minute episode to a two hour long episode.
0: And I think. For a lot of their listeners, maybe they're not going to listen every week. Uh, Some of those, they'll, hey, I'm going to come back and listen to that one at a later date. This, their their sort of preseason, if you want to talk about it like that, these shows leading up to the the launch of the TV show itself have been really, really cool. I, I haven't listened to all of them, but I listened to a bunch. Uh, they started it off by just kind of setting up their show, what we're going to do, what the show's about, what the TV show is going to be about, maybe, and what our show is going to be about specifically. Then they had an episode all about the cast and the characters themselves. They talked about Batman Year One, the recent direct to DVD movie mm-hmm. that came out, yeah. which was great and has a lot of things in common with this show. And then my favorite part is they've been reviewing the the comic book series Gotham Central. This is what a lot of people think is going to be like the main base of storylines for this show itself. Gotham Central is all about the police of Gotham City. Now, Batman is in this comic book occasionally. This is a, a set in Gotham while Batman is active, but it focuses on Jim Gordon and a lot of the regular beat cops, not just the commissioner and, and the top brass at the department, but the, your average cop in a city with costume vigilantes and villains. The comic book series is great, and their discussion of it is really good. Not everybody is going to have time or the interest to go through and read all of these comics, and they're kind of hard to find sometimes anyway. But listening to the storylines, hearing them discuss it can kind of fill you in and give you a nice background. The other thing they did is they reviewed all three of the Christopher Nolan films.
1: Yeah, They did. I I also enjoyed their predictions of who was the next character was going to be released to be Mm. on the show. I gotta right? tell who you who going, who which actor was going to play the character because th- I'll tell you what, Gotham has done a fantastic job of marketing this so far.
0: They really have. It, it's been a lot of places, and I don't feel like it's been, I don't feel like it's been like shoved down your throat, like. Well, when the new Avengers comes out, for instance, if you watch any TV or if you see any billboards or if you go on the internet, you will see trailers for that. I, I don't feel like I've been bombarded with promotion for Gotham being on, but it does seem like there's a tremendous amount of buzz for it. Yeah. A lot of people are excited. And so are we. Rightfully so. It's going to be a lot of fun, I think. So, the Gotham TV podcast uh, hosted by uh, Derek and John, what about the audio quality? Do you think so? It was good. It was solid. Yeah. I had no I, complaints. And again, these guys are probably not in a full uh, professional studio or anything. It's USB mics. It's a USB mixer. It's recording to a computer. But it shows you that you don't have to break the bank and you don't have to be, you know, I don't know, some professional audio geek to be able to do a podcast that sounds nice. That's my opinion on it. What about host likability? Derek and John. They're enjoyable. They're positive people. Like, um,. They are very positive, yeah, aren't they? They
1: are Bo- both of them. They don't and excited get a- about basketball. Yes, very. <laughs> uh, some of the my only negative toward the show is for somebody who who isn't living in the UK. Uh, a lot of the news or some of the news uh, is very geographical. Um, like here, the show is coming on Fox, uh, and and I know which station has that. Right over there, it's going to be Channel Five, uh, which <laughs> apparently is a smaller. Channel it's not as popular as say Channel Four, um, but they were surprised that that uh, Channel Five. I mean, it was a great coup for Channel Five. So so a uh, huzzah for Channel Five.
0: Um, I, I this shows how little I know about uh, British television, but I believe isn't aren't they like they're all owned by the government, yeah, right? Correct. Okay, so there's no, that's why there's only a handful yeah. of channels. Yeah, yeah. Um, Anyway, so that is uh, the Gotham TV Podcast. Uh, you can check them out again at GothamTVPodcast.com. You said it earlier. It's not like we're necessarily going to pick a, a favorite of these uh, four shows. Obviously, there's one that is not like the others. <laughs> yeah. But of yes. the of the three shows that we, that we enjoyed, there Gotham – There's a turd in the punch bowl. Yeah, a little bit. Gotham TV Podcast, Gotham City Podcast, and Legends of Gotham. I think there's something for everybody. If you if you don't care for Derek or John or if they go a little overboard with their uh, explanations of everything, then maybe the Gotham City podcast with just Ian is right for you. By the way, I, I didn't mention it, but that's on the RED podcast network. If you're a newbie to this world or if you're a lady, then perhaps you might want uh, the folks from Legends of Gotham uh, and be able to follow them. We're going to have links for all of these shows on our post. You can go to podonpod.com. Uh, click the uh, episode. Episode, uh, the Gotham episode, and then you can find links for each one of these podcasts to go out and uh, find them on your own and sample them. We suggest you try them all. And you know what? Tell us what you think. Absolutely. We'd love to hear some feedback. Speaking of, and we have mentioned this before, now at podonpod.com on each individual episode, you can click on that episode and comment right there. You can feedback, tell us what you thought of our reviews, tell us what you thought of the podcast themselves, and definitely tell us if we helped you find your next favorite show. Got anything else to add, sir?
1: No, I think that's all nice and wrapped up. Yeah, Here's I a think good little so. package for you.
0: I I cannot wait for this show to start. Uh, you tell me, how long do you think they wait until the Joker is released on the show? Season three. Really? You go two seasons deep, and then then you bring him out in the third. Do you like? Of course, yeah. Tease him over the whole season. Oh, I think I think
1: he'll be there. I think he'll be a background man. I think there's such an opportunity for him to be a back kind of like the watcher, right? Like he's in a lot of episodes, right? But you have to kind of look for him in the crowd. Like I think he'll be there. I think he's going to be there from from almost the beginning. Then whenever the penguin takes down Fish Mooney, there's a power struggle there. The penguin thinks he's got it all sewed up, and then and then and then bam, he he's coming out on in season three.
0: Let me say this. I and it's not like I want the show to to be ended. Um, Preemptively, or anything. Well, and then
1: also think about it. You, you say seven episodes or seven seasons, or or six seasons is quite a long time. You got enough for three seasons right now. Yeah, you get a buzz, you get an excitement back into it. If in the third season you bring the Joker out, then you got three or four more seasons. I
0: think here's the problem: the Joker is one side of a coin, and Batman's on the other side. Like I don't, I almost. And I got to tell you, a lot of comic book geeks have already said this. They don't like the idea of all of these villains finding themselves before the bat because there's an argument to be made. And in a lot of the comics, the, the, the idea is played up that the Batman only reason. These yeah, the only reason all the these. The
1: average goon and thug can no longer thrive.
0: Exactly. Exactly. And not only that, but like he he escalated it. They brought knives and guns, he brought batarangs. So now they have to bring joy buzzers and whatever. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Did you literally did you seriously say that bat rings are above knives and guns? Yes. Yeah. Well, not OK, but he brought a a Batmobile and uh and a bat wing and a, a bat rocket and all the other things. You know, I like the idea that Batman is both the savior and the downfall of his own city, that that Gotham would not be as plagued as it was as it is if he were not there protecting it. And I think some of that may be taken away if they go a long, long time without, without a, a, and a grown-up Bruce Wayne coming back into play. But to me, if you bring in Joker, that's the straw. Like you, you can have some Joker stories without Batman, but at some point, I think it's it. Once you bring in Joker, he needs to suit up. That's the way that I feel about it. I don't agree. So I'm hoping for like four or five of the best seasons of comic book storytelling ever. That's what I'm hoping for. A four or five season run and then you put the costume back on that dude.
1: Fortunately for us, this is not a Gotham tv
0: podcast <laughs> absolutely you're right we talk about podcasts here on pod on pod that just shows you how excited we are about this show we hope you are too and we hope you enjoyed our reviews of a couple of gotham podcasts again find all the links at pod and then uh, tell us which one was your favorite uh so next week on pod on pod we're going to be reviewing one of josh's favorite shows uh and i don't care tell them steve dave uh, tell him Steve Dave is on the Smodcast Network, and uh, we'll be telling you all about that next week. And it's the Smodco Network. But what did I say? Smodcast. It's the same thing. Smodcast is a is a show. SMODCO, on Smodco is a code. network. Look at that. All right, then. Until next week. I'm Joel, and I'm Josh, and this isn't the podcast you deserve, but it's been the podcast you need.